Welcome to the podcast where Ash talks every single week about things without Cabba in his absence. I am Cabba and I'm back for this episode. I have missed it. It's great to be here again. And I'll give you back to the main host of the show. <laughs> his name is Ashley. You are listening to the Claim the Throne podcast. Music. Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I did love the Bantles uh, thing. I was fun. the last episode, Kissing you funny boy. Yeah. Did you laugh? Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, sorry, I didn't help out a little bit with getting on the show. We could have teed up some exciting stuff while we we're away and everything, I guess. But yeah, I was on a bit of a monk mission to not think about music for three weeks, and I do feel refreshed. Mm. And it was fun to just like watch these episodes come out and not have to do any work to get them released. Um, and by work, I mean talking into a microphone yeah. and you edit them anyway. But uh, yeah, it was cool getting to listen to you talk about stuff uh, on the plane on the way back. It was, uh, yeah, real funny. Yeah, it was funny because you left before I did and I was obviously back a solid, what, two weeks, week and a half before you got back. Mm. And I thought this is a, just a real drive for me to A, keep the content up there for Stuart McGill, um, but also to just push closer to episode 100 because I'm fucking excited about it. What's going to happen? Not just because it's our ton, but... Uh, it's an excuse to get trashed and pretty much. shit. Yeah. God damn it, man. Like Life has been so busy with music and stuff. The podcast, while you were gone, by the way, it's not because you weren't here, but it just... Recently, it's been the least of my worries. Like mm. We haven't been actually editing within the podcast for a fucking long time and that's i think mostly a confidence thing like and we used to just have big pauses and go out and get beers and chat and do a shit and we'd have to cut all that stuff out but these days that's tightened up a fair bit and we're just talking stopping i'm just top and tailing it as it were intro in song out yeah Mm. no show notes yeah hello ned Enjoy like the, most the show. Photo you can find, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and it's out. Because who cares anyway? Now this episode, can we use that photo of me and you trashed in Vegas? Pretty Please. much, like Smitty put it up the other uh, yesterday and had the funniest hashtags I've ever seen. Hey, I can't even remember what they yes, were now, but something like Blotto cast, <laughs> late night blodging. Who knows what we were talking about? Eh? Oh, I, I imagine it. I don't know. I wish it was recorded. Actually, I don't. But yeah, it was funny. That was a Jim's Bucks party we're talking about. Sorry, in jokes here. Yeah. Um, we well, you'll see the photo. And, um, oh. All in Hawaiian shirts. And yeah, just utterly trashed. Yeah. Having a great time. Having a <laughs> bloody was... great old time. Having a yarn as always. It was real good, hey. Mm. I, I, I... Fuck, I wish I knew what we were talking about. <laughs> but we had discussed the idea... You know, I thought about, and I obviously gave you heaps of shit on the podcast the last few weeks because you weren't here to defend yourself (laughs) or even like in text range to be able to like say anything back. So I really enjoyed that Mm. a lot. Mm. Um, I'll let you give me shit today. I won't even fight back. You never do. You just give me shit back, which is good. (laughs) I like it. But yeah, like I did think about chucking the, the portable podge gear in the old suitcase, because I'm not used to having check-in luggage, as many will have been bored oh, to death by last Tell me about it, man. Time. That was a fucking pleasure. Hey? Real nice, eh? Not travelling with gear. You want to know what happened to me? Please. Not only in America, but in Europe, Yeah. was I, I'm i not used to check-in, and I packed entirely too much stuff. Oh, okay. Because I'm so used to just rocking 
the same things and the suburbs and just a few pairs of jocks and socks extra. This time I was like, oh, I might need some shorts and then I might need some yeah, so too much bed stuff. clothes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't wear any of it mm. pretty much unless I stank and then I changed it. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty weird. But um, yeah, I did think of chucking in the pod stuff. I know some people would have appreciated it and I think listening back we would have. Mm. But uh, yeah, you had hesitance. And I was like, yeah, he's probably right. But then as soon as we were there, it's like, I can't think of anything worse than pulling out a recording rig at the moment. And we did think about like doing little snippet podges with the phones, talking to Paulie yeah, and, and yeah. Smitty and even Daisy a little bit. But also, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't just the podcast. Like, I pretty much did no Make, marketing oh, whatsoever for Claim the Throne. I don't think I... Don't know if I even did one What's your Facebook podcast? post while I was out. Band tools, Band tools. that was off. Yeah, I noticed uh, that. Was surprised. I just stopped, stopped the lot, and I uh, just like I don't know. I find always when I travel overseas, especially um, with yeah, no distractions and just going with the flow every day. After a couple of weeks, like just freshens out the mind a bit, and you start prioritizing things that are actually important, and I uh, just get a bit of a clearer focus on. Um, yeah, goals and I don't know, what to what to do when get back from the holiday. Um, so yeah, like wrote heaps of lists about things what I want to do this year. Uh, hmm. so wrote some lyrics and stuff for just whatever ideas for song topics and things like that. Stuff that I wouldn't do when I'm at home with the hustle bustle of everyday mm. life, I guess. Um, so it's pretty cool, fun, and back this week and feeling pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, the end. That is a great story, Cabba. Thanks, oh, for, sharing thanks for sharing that one with us. But it's totally true, man. And I think when I was in Europe, I got massively antsy to do some shit. Uh, and that was probably, I would say, three weeks of not doing anything. Three and not faced. Yeah, not having any guitar, no drums, yeah. no practice pads, no laptops, no fucking anything. And it was got tough. But man, I had some ideas when I came mm, back. Definitely, you know? yeah. Yeah. Priceless. So when you were writing lists, what did you use? Notepad. Yeah. On your phone. Yeah. Fuck Evernote and stuff. Like, I agree. I reckon it's notepad, you know? It's you know what I do like? Yeah. Google Docs. Oh, yeah. I've seen you use Google Docs and I do enjoy it. The I get an erection watching you do that, but I'm yet to try <laughs> Google Docs app. It will be a band tools one day. It should be. Yeah. The app, you can have it so it works offline. So let's say you're in the middle of the air flying from Vegas to LA and you get a note, remember to fight fire with fire. Then when you get into Wi-Fi range, it'll upload that. It'll ping the server or whatever. Um, So any changes you make to your docs, you know, that kind of shit, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. So I've actually adopted that over notes. Cool. Mostly because, you know, with IT, iPhone software updating and you lose your phone yeah. or you some shit happens like it's somewhere. Yeah, Google Docs, I can be anywhere, log into Gmail and I can just grab my doc. Yeah. And I've even done honestly like my last bunch of resumes. I keep spreadsheets are there of just shitty things that are annoying like ISRC codes so I don't lose them. I used to like have a filing system digitally, but yeah, you have a hard drive fail on you and you're screwed. Yeah. So it's good to have that Sweet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Bantle of the week. And I'm going to make a note in my notes 
to <laughs> not use notes anymore. Yeah. Go to Google Docs. Um, yeah, anyway, I don't just find it's pretty pretty easy. Notes um, are still easy, yeah, yeah. yeah. It surely is. Yeah. Um, and we do have a bit of traveling coming up as well. So, yeah. I guess from what you've learned from packing clothes, will that come into the back of your mind when you're packing for Overeastern Japan? You know what, Will? It's bloody looking at the temperature it's going to be in Japan. Oh, I haven't even done that. I may... Band tool of the week. Yeah, Weather I may check it out. Because I don't want to go there. Part of the reason that I pack too much is I put jeans and shit in my bag and it's fucking summer yeah. in places. So, I think that's a smart one to look out for. And also, it sucks when you rock up in a place and it's like, oh, you know, do you want to have a swim? Oh, yeah, nice weather. 20 degrees in Japan today. Beautiful. A little bit of cloud and rain for the next week or so, but... 9 p.m. at night, though. So oh, what 9 p.m. at night. What was the maximum during the oh. day? Uh, oh, no, it's even colder yeah. during the day. What the hell? Weird. Don't know. Okay, cool. Oh, man, Japan, I'm going to have to start thinking about um, converters again. <sighs> yeah, true, true. Anyway. Yeah. You, you know... Don't know if I told you about this, but the Richie Kotzen song that I never played that everyone asked oh, me about, yeah. like, why did you put on Decrepit Birth when it was <laughs> Richie Kotzen episode? He has a thing called a Fly Rig 5, right? Which is essentially like a hotted up version of your little Tube Meister Hughes and Ketney that is right behind me and probably still on. No, no turn it off. Good man. Um, it's got, I think it's called a Fly Rig 5 and it's got five switches on it. It's made by Tech 21 who do Sans Amp. And so it's like clean, distortion, delay, maybe reverb or chorus or something. And it's got all these outputs and... Tube? No. No, 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 no. So Sansamp usually solid state shit. Uh, anyway, I thought Flyrig, what a shit name. You know, like pretty fly for a white guy. Not good. Anyway, I f- started fly hearing... Fly small? And you can fly no. with it? It's because you can fly with it, right. yeah. Because I, I start hearing other people saying, oh, yeah, I've got my fly rig, which is a pedal board. Mm. So, rather than, in the case of this Tech 21 thing, rather than having a bunch of pedals, you've got the main bases covered, clean, overdrive, distortion, blah, 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 bit of modulation, a boost, that's it, probably clean boost, or, a sorry, a lead boost or something. So, it's a pretty interesting idea, but I think... Honestly, looking it up, I thought, ah, you probably you're better off just sticking with what you got. Yeah, and they've got a bunch of different ones, but there's just the sounds pretty good and looks pretty good. Yeah, that that one there, I think, is the Richie Cotson one. Yeah, it is. So that's pretty cool. What would um tone be like out of that thing? You reckon? Well, when Richie Cotson plays it, it sounds fucking amazing, but he's <laughs> an incredible guitarist, you know? Yeah, as opposed to me, who's really shit. Well, that <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, but, <laughs> you know, like, he goes, oh, yeah, I'm flying to a show and I'm playing here. Uh, I'll plug my Richie Cotson Fly Rig 5 into any Marshall that you happen to have on stage. Hmm. You know, whereas we rock up to a venue and there's a fucking Crate GX80 yeah. that Ash bought from Collins Music in 1998 and... Yeah, it's going to sound like a bag of shit. Mm. Yeah, and it's hard when you're... I mean, our next few gigs are as a support act and you sort of don't know what you're going to end up with each show. Although we seem to have a bit of a rough idea this time, I believe. But You've um, got it there, though. Like, with this with this Susan Kettner thing, 
I'm telling you, I will help you do it. Just plug it into the effects return of any head that's on stage. Mm. Fuck that fucking whatever that power thing is off. Yeah. And just use the amp. Because then you don't have any problems. You, the amp turns on. You're not using the preamp section. Or if you want, run through the front, the clean channel. But mm. if it's got an effects loop, man, I would just plug it in and pretend it's a normal amp. The only difference is that it's your your preamp sits in front of you as a pedal. Yeah. It'll sound sick. And if it's tube amp, it'll be the power tubes of that amp going into the cab. Mm-hmm. So at least you've got that rather than just your solid state little section, which is prone to fuck ups every now and again. Yep. So yeah, little interesting fucking possibility there. That's what I would suggest. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd suggest that almost. I haven't even looked into this, but if Dicey can do that with the Kemper, that's probably a smart idea as well. Yeah. Or if his little power amp fucks up rather than shitting pants about it, maybe you can try doing that. You know what I mean? Yep. Okay. Good to know. And worth possibly practicing with. Yeah. Bring ahead to next jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, for sure. If you brought a... If you brought a head with you, although yours is toast and so is mine at the moment, actually. Mm. My mess is fucked. Maybe if I bring my little orange and you can plug into the effects return of that. Cool. Just as a test for you. See what you think of it. Yeah, you might like it. We've got a few jams booked now, which is pretty good. We have not really jammed much at Mm. all for a while. Do we have one or two? We had one. One. That went quite well. It it went well. It did. Uh, So, yeah, I hope we... I can dominate by by then. Yeah. We'd uh, want to. I like that we're opening too in Australia. Same, man. Really excited about Load that. on stage, do a bit of a sound check. Mm-hmm. Not have to rush after the first band and then rush off before the yeah. last band. Yeah. Cruisier. Less stress. And when I'm like rushing and stressing, that's when my gear fucks up because I plug shit in the wrong places or don't plug them in right or yeah. do whatever, which reminds me I need to stock up on strings and batteries and picks before we go. Yeah. On my to-do list in Google Docs. Batteries for wireless? For uh, what? Battery for... Well, I'll change the battery. I'm going to take my ESP with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, but also, because I'm not using the Kemper now, I don't have a tuner, so I need to take my chromatic tuner. Mm-hmm. Probably a battery for that rather yep. than powers. Yeah, for sure. Um, and don't know whether I'll take my metal zone or not. Probably won't bother. As a backup, you mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Jesus is a pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, whatevs. In terms of packing, though, for the original question, original prankster. Yeah, <laughs> I will just yeah pack probably a pair of jeans, some fucking shorts. I'll uh, probably play in jeans, so maybe two pairs of jeans and some shorts in case it is uncharacteristically warm. A couple of t-shirts and be done with it. And then in terms of gear, definitely pedals and cymbals. Half, get this, I wonder if you'll like it or hate it, half considering not bringing a china. <laughs> yeah. And just remembered that I'm still using my clapped out drum case I've had since 2003. Supposed to replace that with a hard cymbal case for ages, but gaffer tape it is once again. <laughs> um, it's too late for you, kid. We're already in the house, but... Um, yeah, my snare, I may take it or leave it. Super stoked with how it went on this recording that I did on the weekend, uh, which we will talk more with Alan Smith about when he appears on the podcast in the coming weeks slash month, whatever 
whenever we get around to it. But yeah, tuned it, sounded great, enjoyed it and thought, you know, I could get used to traveling with this in this current state felt really great. So that's probably what I'll do. I'll probably bring it and that'll be carry on luggage. Other than that, yeah, I might leave that at home and use the fucking um, the back line. Yeah, if it's available anywhere. And wow. Care. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think um, we're going to be pretty lucky where the other support band we're playing with have an endorsement with a drum company. Um, That's so right. Each city they will have one supplied, and we can share that. Share, mm. share any involved costs, which is cool. I have to look into what exactly pieces and stuff are in it I can't remember and then Japan I have mm. no idea what normally happens there they, they have, have a backline right? in venues yeah but then again we're playing with, with Winter Sun maybe it'll be bigger venues than we're used to do maybe. you recognise the names uh, yeah the Osaka one I think might be the same okay although they might have a few scattered through the city Cyclones so in Tokyo nah, somewhere nah. else okay but mm. in terms of Winter Sun they're all digital man so they won't need much gear and stuff even in australia i don't think they're using backline as such but there's kits in the venue yeah so you might be screwed but yeah yeah that's We've got a good point um, cabs for each venue no shit yeah um mm. fuck yeah which is okay and I again s- could just not use cabs but i don't know yeah it's one of those things i still maintain the person who invents and it's already been invented laney have that two rack space tube amp that is rated 100 to 250 volts switching power supply so you could literally take it anywhere in the world and it'll work on power unless anything's under 100 but yeah the main countries we tour you could totally use it but i mean even for a i don't know just something with the power section that works everywhere in the world maybe a small pedal board like there's just got to be a real kick-ass easy solution, but it seems like even famous dudes, when they do fly dates, have a fly rig, and then just yeah. kind of make do. So it's not just us on the small level that have to deal with this utter bullshit. <laughs> it's tough though, man. Like, you know, I reskinned my kit for this recording, and I thought, fuck, that cost a lot of money. It cost a lot of money to reskin the whole kit, top and bottom skins. Fucking hell, man. And I was like, shit, I'm going to record with this once and then it's just going to get the hell beaten out of it. And next time I record, I'm going to have to do it again. Then I thought about it and I was like, well, we did book a bunch of jams for Winter Sun, but there's no Perth show. There may be a Perth show in like January, February next year, but that's it. So I probably won't use my drum kit, barely. So... Mm. Isn't that weird? It is weird, yeah. Real weird. And like, you've got this little pedal thing. You don't have to even worry about amps, generally. Like, Amazing what, what you can get away with now. Like, what the fuck, yeah. man? Yeah. Gear talk. Glad Gear fucking talk. cabber's back, guys. <laughs> we crap on about this shit. Well, yeah. Our album's coming out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And that's a weird one as well, because these days, our album is not going to be in physical stores. So, yeah. when an album comes out, what does that even mean? Fuck all. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, Especially now it comes you... out on streaming services tomorrow. Apparently, yeah. it's set up on uh, DistroKid Ooh, to come we'll out. see. I wonder what time it will come out, because it'd probably be like midnight American, maybe. 
Yeah, which, which may be a day late. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, don't know. It's going to be an interesting experiment, but it's kind of hard because I can't promote or tell people it's out tomorrow, get it on Spotify, 9am, because it might not be ready by then. Mm. Yeah, that's a weird one. But we'll one. see. Um, I'll Man. keep an eye on it and update it, but I've released the Bandcamp pre-orders already on the, uh, on the Sly. So that's yeah. part of an album coming out. I guess we had a few pre-orders there, which was really cool. Um, and Cabba sings claim the throne. <laughs> yeah, that needs to go, eh? Nah, it's cool, man. That's hilarious. We made about three bucks on streaming last month, so it'll be good to see how much that changes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, with a new album coming out. As soon as that's out tomorrow, I need to try and get it on a few playlists. Some of our songs on some big name stuff. The uh, you know, new releases playlists. And how do you go about that? Fuck knows. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know. I'll just like find some good playlists and see if there's contact details of the curators. Curators. Um, curators. Yeah, that's fucking interesting, man. It's been so long and, of course, anyone listening to this knows all that all too well. But what a weird feeling when yesterday we were talking about it. I was like, holy fuck, tomorrow our album comes out. And I couldn't give a toss. <laughs> yeah. It's all a bit blase now, eh? Yeah. And we've that's got a good this thing or a bad thing, but... I'm excited about the tour. I haven't even put the second video clip out yet. Yeah, when does that come out? I don't know. Tomorrow, it was, I was going to do it ages ago. Nah, probably won't do it tomorrow. Just let wow. the album release have its thing. Mm. Um, and I have heard through the grapevine that there will be an, a tour announcement from another company who may be announcing something, so I'm a bit worried about our... Announcements going under the radar with gotcha. Facebook being flooded over other shit. Yeah. But, you know, no rush really. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. We've already got some pretty decent reviews of we it. We have, yeah. So, Surprising. I wasn't expecting so many so quickly and they're all been pretty positive. For anyone listening to this who gives a shit, <laughs> we, we got so many 10 out of 10s on Forged in Flame, right? They were just flooding in. It's like, this is the greatest fucking album ever. From Especially from people who had previously completely ripped on Claim the Throne before. Yeah. And maybe that's why. And I felt, I kind of felt it wasn't sort of real because I wasn't convinced it was a 10 out of 10. Solid seven, I reckon. But yeah, it fell down. It was very rushed. And because we were inside the whole thing, it kind of felt hard to justify it. Like it was just like, what the hell is going on? Anyway, with this one, I actually feel that anything anyone says that is good about it is probably closer to the mark. Right, yeah. Like, it feels a bit more like we've honestly done something. Put it this way, if we had not released Forged in Flame for 12 months, I'd be dreading the day it came out. <laughs> you know, because by yeah. then it's sort of sunk in and everything. You know, you get that thrill of having finished something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with this one, it's like it's been a year and I don't hate it yet. No. I don't exactly listen to it, but yeah, it'll take a while f- for us to top it. Yeah, I think feels that way anyway. Yeah, I think from if there's anything to take out of all the reviews, a lot of them are mentioning specific songs that they're enjoying or specific parts, and each of the reviews sort of will comment on different songs. And yeah, don't know. It seems legit when you hear people talking about things this time whereas the forged in flame one yeah, it was like this is I, just I, I get better. It, yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. which it was it was just better than previous one stuff i've noticed with the reviews in general these days there's far less scores going on people will just write a review 
and leave it as the words, which I prefer. I don't. I think scoring system is pretty shit. Me too. Um. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like putting numbers on an amp. <laughs> like, what's the point of having an amp go to ten if you can't turn it up past two? <laughs> two should be ten if it's as loud as you'll ever like put it. Car. Um. How fast are you going? Yeah, well, you kind of you got to monitor that, <laughs> and it's an actual measurement. Like, whereas, like, you know, eight eight out of ten. It's an opinion, yeah. Yeah, but it might read like the greatest review ever, and we might quote it a billion times. But then a ten out of ten yeah. might be like a shit review, mm. you know. Like people might really love it, but they might accidentally sort of point out all the bad things about it, but still say it's great. Yeah. So yeah, I'd re- yeah I'd rather just be the words for sure. It's been getting a lot of radio play, um, and all sorts of random songs as well. It's kind of funny, like mm. made a big deal about having a, a one song premiere, which we did on um, Andrew Hogue Radio is the first one, and then once we did that, the plan was to get other stations start playing that one song, and then a few weeks later do the second song. Mm. But like did that first one, the first song he put it out, that was all cool. And then, like, just sort of sent the album out to a bunch of radios, like physical and digital. Didn't really specify anything, and then they're all just sort of playing random songs. So the whole album has been on rotation around the traps. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> Real <day>. random. <laughs> and it's, like, particularly dumb because we've had so long to be doing, like, a proper release campaign strategy, mm. which I think we've still stuck to pretty well. But, yeah, it's just finding that balance of what is important in terms of like making an impact and building some hype and also who gives a fuck about certain things. Like, you know, if someone leaks the album, who really cares? Yeah, (laughs) we've got 12, is it 12 tracks? 12 tracks, right? And then you've got King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard Mm. on their fourth album already this year. They were in America when we were there. Oh, really? Mm. And those bastards, like, they're not like... Will have a strategic release. They probably they probably do release a, a one song first or something, but it's like they're releasing groups of songs at a time, multiple yeah. times throughout the year. And it's like, what is our pissy little drop in the water? You know, <laughs> yeah. who, who cares? Yeah. You know, I was talking to someone the other day. I bumped into him at rehearsal room. Um, good guy. Used to record out of where I was teaching out of, and he's moved down to this other place. I was chatting to him and. Um, yeah, talk and just you know, like talking about. Oh yeah, we've got an album coming out next week. Like what are Claimer throwing up to? Yeah, releasing an album next week. Oh shit! When did you record it? Because I was there recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, recorded the drums for it eighteen months ago. <laughs> like, fuck. You no, know, I did um, have that interview on air today. One of the questions oh, they asked yeah. was, um, "At what point did you start writing the new songs for the latest album?" Two thousand and fourteen. My memory is not that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. So what was that? Cuz I'll miss it. Well, we have missed it. Uh oh yeah, we have missed it. Uh it was a a Melbourne-based metal show with um interviews. I purposely haven't sought them out either because I'm sort of saving them for when we do our own album launch tour in January. I think mm. make use of people do the interviews and stuff then is probably mm. better use of that. Um but this one just hit us up out of the blue via the emails while I was in America. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd actually forgotten about it because I just got it at the time and replied. I was like, yeah, someone will do that. We're all good. <laughs> and then he texted yesterday. and was like, we're still good for this interview. I'm like, fuck. Yep, of course. Any interesting questions? Just a phone, phone call. Uh, yeah, man. It was pretty good. I find that, I don't know, all the interviews I've ever done generally are pretty, pretty interesting. 
Um, he was quite interested in uh, the style of music that we play, um, the podcasting that we do, the Australian scene in general, I guess. Um, mm. You know, playing support slots with uh, your, the band that's influenced us the most ever, I guess. Mm. Um, a bunch <laughs> of things. And it's funny hearing other people ask questions and being generally interested in the answers that you give. Cause, and then as I'm answering some questions, I'm like, I haven't even really thought about that before. And it's really interesting to hear it from a different perspective. Um, you know, like us going on tour with Winter Sun in a few weeks should really be like the highlight of our career, the biggest thing that could ever have happened. <laughs> and like, of yeah. course, we're excited about it, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't it's... think we're grasping just how cool it is. We will when we're there. Like <laughs> even today, it's like, oh, this is Winter Sun on the shuffle at the moment. Fuck, this is a new album. God, this sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> We're going to play fucking six shows with these dudes in two different countries. Yeah. What the hell? But yeah, it will be really cool. But man, I got to tell you, it's sort of numbing that we've toured with not only bands that we like, we've done that in the past, but also things like, for example, the um, boat cruise thing yeah. we did in America and there's like 50 bands on there. 20 of them being in all of our CD collections. Like, not just one, but like 20. And then you're knocking around with them and you're having a few drinks and you just start to realise everyone's just normal people. And Winter Sun were there, you know. Um, just after, eating dinner at the buffet yeah, a few tables down. Yeah, and just after a while, it all blends in. And then we've mm. toured with bands who we don't know so well, but they're a big deal in their country or something. And we're just like hanging out and drinking and laughing. And I don't know, man, it's fucking, what the hell is our life? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like really, yeah. really some good memories. That's for sure. Oh man. Thanks for them. It's funny. The whole support act thing. Like, um, <laughs> I remember when we got announced for the, the Perth leg of lamb of God, no, I'm just looking at this wall right yeah, now, yeah, actually. Yeah, the posters what? up on the wall in here. And I haven't actually... I've stopped even giving a fuck about that wall. I don't get posters anymore. These are all yeah. little old ones. I've got a few Oh, you're so outdated. spoiled, Cabba. Just, yeah. just to name a couple. So, I'm looking at Moonsorrow, the 70,000 tons one. Just forget about it. Hammersonic. Shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> Obviously, Bellacore. touring with Bellacore was awesome. Um, Cradle of Feel. Headlining tour of America. <laughs> <laughs> Septic flesh, flesh. This big apocalypse. one in the middle was the um, Against the Grain uh, Festival in Adelaide. That was mournful congregation. That was our very first interstate show. Get out of here, eh? Uh, yeah, Fin Troll, Ale Storm, Catamania. The Scurvy Dogs is a big one. <laughs> just yeah, what the crazy. fuck, man? Septic and that's flesh. just a portion of them, eh? Yeah, that's a, just a portion. So I remember, yeah, the the Lamb of God one when that got announced. Just start getting phone calls from people like, "Oh my God, are you going to get to hang out with them? Or oh, can you get me backstage? Can you get me a cheap ticket? Yeah, oh, are they going to yeah, be so yeah. impressed with your band?" And like, nah, it's not really one like of the that shittiest one. sets we've ever played. By the way, <laughs> it, it it was yeah, which is disappointing. <laughs> that was, Probably that shows <laughs> how much effort we put into that one as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. That was a weird time, man. I got to tell you, like as you well knew at that time, I was just like, couldn't be motherfucked with this band <laughs> or any music at all. Like I just wanted to listen to probably Ahab at the time, I guess, drink copious hop hog, 
and that's it. Nothing else. And then maybe it was partially European stuff, but I don't know. Something something changed this year. Mm. Where I just enjoyed practicing drums again. It was really nice and seeing improvements. And that last jam we had that felt great. I felt good because I'd been practicing and it just it was a bit more vigor. Yeah. I haven't felt in a fucking long time, hey. It's quite obvious, man. I can see it. And I mm. can hear the excitement in your voice and like text messages and stuff over all sorts of topics. And it's good. It's contagious, right man. Because well, if good. you see other people who are excited about shit, it gets you excited as well. Um, yeah. So I'm pumped for a few more jams as well. And yeah, like you said, the last jam was, was really good. And I think you could tell that yeah, everyone had been practicing a bit. Um, can we just stop yeah. for a second and... Say how good it was to see Jim again, by the way. Oh, that was good, yeah. That was good. <laughs> Speaking of band members, like, mm. fucking hell. That was awesome. Yeah. And we've just got another tour coming up with no Jim. Not with really no thinking Jim. about it either. But Yeah. But yeah, with he'll be, Razor He'll be a bit Devo to miss this one, sadly. Yeah. But, no, it was good to see him and it's good to see that he's happy and enjoy himself over there. And he is made for America. Oh, yeah. Everything made in America in country is made for America. Made for Jim. He is made for America. Yeah, the burgers, the gambling, the cheap drinks, the gigs. You want to know what I did on the morning I flew out? You tell me. I saved this for the podcast. <laughs> I got White Castle. Oh, yeah. Ten pack. <laughs> of course you did. Eight, nine. Oh. And um, gave one to Jim. Thank God. I almost vomited. And uh, it was possibly the most... Horrific stomach experience I've had for the following sort of eight hours. It was fucking rough as. Man, I got it for guts. breakfast one morning and had those. <laughs> has like egg, sausage and egg, and I just got two and I felt pretty seedy for the rest of the day. They were delicious. I got a bit of tang and spice to the um the patties. Real good. I'm not surprised that you got a ten pack for sure. Had it's not that it. expensive. Made Jim laugh and then I regretted it. Mm. And the woman, how's this? Like, I've had my fair share. Some people on this podcast tell me I'm well-spoken, right? <laughs> Go to Japan, and they're like, um, oh, no, Japan's not even a good example. America's a better example. Subway. Subway, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I get off some capsicum? <laughs> and they're like, excuse me? Like, capsicum. <laughs> like, wh- what? Can you point it out? And I'm like, uh, peppers. You mean like peppers? Yeah. yeah, and they're like, oh, peppers, like straight out. Anyway, White Castle... Go there. There's this chick there. Oh, fuck. I should have written it down in notes, of course. Yeah. I said something. I, oh, fuck. I asked for something and she said, what? <laughs> veggie. I said, can I have some veggie ones as well? And she's like, what are you saying? She <laughs> asked me, what are you saying? And I, I said, I'll have two veggie. And she actually started putting down... Um, a thick shake. Whoa. Yeah, it was something way off from what I asked for. I said, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. That's right. I said fries, French fries. And she said, thick shake. Said, no, <laughs> French fries. I didn't say chips. Well, people, yeah, I've said, been caught out saying chips a few times and they think you mean like crisps. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I said French fries anyway. Yeah. No, no, he said French fries. Oh. She speaks better English than you do. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Fucking, I got pretty baity, eh? Yeah. You'd think they'd get 
I mean, they get Aussies and all sorts of shit through there in the Vegas he, Strip White Castle. He fucking tripped her right out. And I'm like, yeah, meanwhile, you can barely speak. Mm. You don't have a grasp of any grammar. But yeah, it's the accent, man. One thing I thought in America, I met a lot of people and they're all really nice. Um, yeah, people are all good. But they just have no idea about anything in the world that is going on outside of their own country, I feel. And from like accents to fucking I mean I had it a lot because I went to watch the AFL Grand Final in Denver <laughs> and then you're trying to tell people you meet like oh last night we watched the Australian football like you mean like rugby no you can't fucking AFL don't worry about it um, but not just that I don't know just everything just, I don't know yeah just like do you have guns in your country like how can you not know that you're the only country with guns cows with guns cows with guns yeah, that was a pretty crazy buns. thing, hey? We did talk about that briefly before. A bit weird having been somewhere that something crazy like that happened. Guns. What? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, a few days after we left Vegas, there was a mass shooting. Mm. Scary stuff. Yeah, it was pretty fucking... Well, yeah, it was just weird. Very weird. Hard, hard guns. Hard to fathom. Yeah, and you know, we've had this... Um, like National Firearms Amnesty for the last three or four months where people bring in their any guns and they're allowed to just bring them in. So let's pretend they're unlicensed or something. You bring them in and they crush them. And I think we've done that every few years since Port Arthur in whenever that was, 96 or something like that. And, you know, these are like most likely not automatic weapons, yeah. you know. And then over there in America, they're just like on the shelf yeah, in a Kmart. Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's fucking insane, man. Mm. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's fucking scary. <sighs> I'm looking forward to going to Japan, eating ramen, seeing whiskey. Yama. Seeing Yama, that's going to be great. I hope Real he's on good. the tour. If we got days off, should we be podging Yama over there? Yeah, we do should have we? days off. Are you um, bringing your lappy? Thinking about it, and if you're I'm thinking, going to, I was thinking no, just because I always whatever. take it and it takes extra space, and I never fucking use it. But yeah, maybe, maybe, still, maybe. Let me know the day we leave if you're going to take it, because I will bring my prick of a setup okay. as well. But yeah, not not essential. We, at some stage, we should talk to Yama because he's an interesting cat. Yeah, I have hit him up before, and I did also hit Yari up again yesterday as well. Oh no yeah, reply yet. no reply. Um, He's probably prepping for... Well, I mean, they're touring heavily at the moment. Oh, okay. Playing every night in different yeah. places. Um, yeah. Yeah, so vending machine, ramens, uh, Hitomi Tanaka. <laughs> vending, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Boss coffee. Know. Boss coffee. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That should be fucking real good. Actually, I'm most excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. We'll wrap up pretty soon um, to let you people know I'm excited about going to Japan. Actually, I've never been one of these people who's just obsessed with Japan because there are a few people, we know quite a lot of people who fucking love the place. But I really appreciate it. And being there and the people we know there is awesome. Heaps of interesting things. You know, it's rather westernized, but in a crazy, trippy way. Yeah, it's a very cool place and I'm very stoked to be going back. Plus, I will say this, and Razor Ray's going to be utterly disappointed. 
I had this like grand plan of buying a guitar while I'm over there, going shopping bargains with Ray and Ash. But I might just have to be his wingman because my funding situation after two self-funded recordings this year, a European trip for a month, American trip only for a week, Hammersonic, uh, Australian tour, going over to Sydney to visit for a week, about to go to Japan. Europe next year. Europe next fucking year. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Is how, how are you able to offer me beers right now? If you came over, I couldn't offer you a beer. Credit card. Dregs. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm normally pretty good with my credit cards and that. And with America, it was just like gradually paying for things like booking one hotel one week, mm-hmm. holding off to the next pay, then booking something else. So then when we were there, it was just pretty much spending money. Uh, and most of that went on the credit card. Yeah. Yeah, I got about a grand or so to pay off still. Um, and then, yeah, got paid yesterday. So, of course, go and buy a six-pack of beer and a couple of <laughs> bottles of wine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in the hole as well. I was trying not to be, but I am in the hole. Yeah. Not not quite that much, but, uh, yeah, probably a solid, I reckon, probably 600 bucks. Yeah. There's just some point where it doesn't work. Like the the maths doesn't add up, <laughs> but I came close. If I hadn't booked that extra fucking recording session, I would have been oh, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, the shit's all worth it at the end of the day, and that's what we said. Even me, like not making a trip out of America because I just not only just like would have had to seriously pop some shit on a credit card, but like holidays wise, how do you get? I've already taken four weeks in America. How do you get more time than that mm. in a normal work environment? You know, it's, it's pretty crazy. I actually purchased is, yeah. leave this year yeah. for Jim's thing. And so, yeah, I get a reduced pay packet every fortnight yeah. to pay for going to America. So it's cost me more throughout the year than I would care to admit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, totally worth it, man. When we were there, that that picture of us on the couch sums it up. <laughs> it does. Fucking good time, hey. And I was so bleary-eyed, eyes redder than that fucking curtain you got behind you. On the Monday, I got back. So, yeah. flew in Saturday Arvo and worked on the Monday. And I was like, yeah. not barely slept Sunday, just utter lag. And um, after I'd been like proudly crapping on about how good... My sleep was on the Saturday night. Yeah, I had a great sleep yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And then I had like one hour's sleep the night after. Just ruined me. Um, yeah. But it's, man, all that shit's worth it. And it's kind of, it felt like tour. Yeah. Yeah. Without the annoying thing of having to play music and take gear around. Yeah, yeah. Set up merch and all those chores. Oh, merch. And how's this? And you, you get home and you're like, hey, mate, I'm still in America you're in Australia. Can you please send out these two pre-orders? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no worries. No chance, eh? <laughs> That's actually the other thing about not having two cars is that... Yeah, yeah. Fuck, when I, had a, stuff. Yeah, when I had a moment to do that, I couldn't do it. No, I was all good. I had to go anyway. We got a couple more orders from then and I had um, some other stuff I was going to send. going to send a hoodie to our mate Ollie. And, um, Sweet. Some other stuff. So, and I had a bunch of pre-purchased uh, satchel bags in my house already. They were ready to go, so that was cool. Um, two things. One, why? Obviously, why? And two, 
just funny with my dog Pickles in here at the moment, yeah. like lapping this up. And I don't know if she's just enjoying the pats or if she's enjoying listening to us talk because when she was uh, a puppy, if it is a puppy, it is okay, when she was first born and we'd lock her in the laundry overnight to sleep, um, puppies obviously don't like that. They yap and all that stuff. Um, but I would actually put our podcast on <laughs> You're play it overnight me. nah so that it would sound like there's humans in there talking oh. to her and so I wonder if she hears this sort of thing just like I remember listening to this these two guys crap on endlessly about nothing and the second thing why or the third thing wherever we're up to is another thing that I think we're underestimating and not enjoying the full uh, amazingness of what is happening is Having bass being played by Razor Ray on a tour that we've been talking about for almost a hundred episodes <laughs> of him fucking and cricket, and here he is joining the band. I know, I know. Pretty hilarious, and he's going to be wearing a lot of leather on stage. It's going to be, ah, oh, man. I don't funny. know if we properly discussed this before, but the early days of Razor Ray on this podcast, like we. We had played shows with Bane of Asilda before and met the dudes and they were cool guys. We weren't like hell buddy-buddy or nothing. Um, just, you know, shared a bill together, right? Had a chat. You guys did good. You guys did good. Cool. And then at some point, like Ray was posting all this shit on Facebook about him winning his cricket <laughs> club shit or photos of him in cricket whites. And me especially. Did you play cricket when you were younger? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of seasons. Yeah. Same here. Um, I got a soft spot for cricket. Mm. One of the world's most boring sports, but <laughs> I still like it. It's weird. Anyway, um, ask me anything about Stephen War. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is he good for? And I'll tell you. Anyway, um, so we just randomly start dropping shit about Ricky Ponting, which led quite organically to talking about Razor Ray's cricket penance or whatever. <laughs> And then just like that has just developed into him being in the band for, yeah. for a tour with Winter Sun yeah. over all this time and becoming really good How friends. How does that happen? Speaking of what is our life. Yeah, I pretty know. Pretty good. Fucking crazy. And he's been to Japan a few times and he loves it. So I think he's pretty stoked on that. Did get a message from Aaron the other day. I think he's uh, feeling a bit left out. Poor bloke. I wish we were rich and we could bring him along as well. Yeah. Well, we'll bring him along to the Sydney show, of course. Oh, yeah, I dare say he'll be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty pretty excited for life at the moment. Lots of cool, funny stuff going on. Yeah. Album of the week? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> well, the obvious answer, you know what the obvious answer I is. Do, yeah. Oh, actually, this is the obvious answer for me. It's a band called True Widow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a recommendation from Al Smith. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, you're a family guy. Pickles. When he says, like, you're a smart fella, and then he goes, you're a fart smeller. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that when I was patting pickles like this, and I thought it would be so easy. Look at it. Positioned for a day. Anyway, um, yeah, True Widow. Al said something. He can't stop listening to it or something. And I went home from that first day, cooked dinner, and thought, what should I listen to? So I actually tried to listen to a podcast through a stereo. Mm. Didn't like the feeling. So I put on True Widow, like, oh, I'll check that out. Had no inspiration of what to put on. And 
thoroughly fucking enjoyed it. Now, I've probably listened to the album maybe like six times, seven times since. What is it? Cruisy. Um, I don't know how to describe those genres, but <laughs> this is hilarious. Stoner-ish. Bit like lo-fi-ish sounding. Okay. Just very laid back. I was into that sort of music. stuff, eh? He is, yeah. Anyway, man, I fucking really quite yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Check it out. Pretty cool sounds. Add it to my Google Docs. <laughs> of course. What about you? <laughs> uh, a few things. Couple band Winter Sun. I've been enjoying listening oh, to that yeah. a bit. But so, so hold on. Yeah. The new one, right? Well, actually, okay. Been going back to the first album and enjoy that a lot more. But then, yeah, I sort of flick between them, I guess. Um, but have you given the new one much of a listen? I have. Yeah. Is I it growing have. on you? Definitely. Yeah. It's cool, man. There's some really, like, it's a good listen, really enjoyable, some really awesome sections. It's not, like, the sort of music that I got into Winter Sun for. I really like the thrashy riffs and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but it is amazing. I do I do really like it. Um, do you uh, find, though, with that shit that it's like, oh, you're an asshole, eh? So much cheese. Oh. Um don't you find with bands, though, that sometimes people begrudge them for changing their style? Absolutely. And look especially, yeah, look at us for a start. But like, look at a band like, well, we've got progressively heavier. Take a band like Opeth, who have gone in the other direction, and they were the cool band that it was, it was like the cool heavy band that prog guys were allowed to like. Yeah. And then it slowly just went more and more prog to the point that I think even the prog guys are struggling with the new stuff, yeah. you know, so... And doing it like whole tours, Opeth are touring and then just being acoustic. Yeah. You remember they did that? Um, but yeah, at the same time, I think about that and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. If if enough, if more people are buying that shit than Claim the Throne albums and we're staying true or whatever to what we do, then maybe we're the ones that are shit. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I don't mind. Enough. I don't mind bands developing their sound and doing stuff. No, same. I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, the album of the week I was going to say was Skyfire Liberation in Death, which is a four-track EP. Um, what is it? Swedish sort of melodic deathy sort of thing. Playing a song? Uh, yeah, may as well. Something different. They're quite, um, it's like a very symphonic sound of melodic death with keyboards and that. And guitars are obviously digital. I believe and really has this sort of weird um I don't know how to describe the sound but a bit electronic perhaps but but riffs you know like mm. pretty cool vocals and stuff so go with the song from their new EP Liberation of Death and it was interesting cuz I believe it was crowdfunded which is really crazy cuz they're a band that's been around for quite some time fuck and, um they've crowdfunded this four track EP don't know why don't really know much about it but yeah <laughs> Cash is playing with uh, little pickles over here. Um, On that I'll note, stir her up. Let's fuck off. Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a cool. drink and sit with the shells. Good Get fun. Fucking told off about All right. something. Catch All right. us later. See ya. Buy the album. Mm-hmm.